Hey, hey, hello, welcome back. I say it every time. Thank you for listening. I uh, really appreciate every listen that I get, every play, individual download I get. I have uh, kind of a tracking service that tells me, you know, how many people listen to each episode, how many people listen in a week. It's always really cool to see that. It's always really cool to see that people are listening. Um, makes me feel like I'm not doing this for nothing. Uh, I mean, originally when I first started doing this, I was like, well, might as well. And I didn't really uh, consider that people would actually listen to it. Now they are. And uh, that's pretty cool. I dig that. So you might be wondering, if you haven't listened to a previous episode yet, what is this show? This or this podcast. This podcast is a reading of the journals of Albert Hunter. Albert Hunter is a hired hand and assistant lighthouse keeper from or living and working in Colchester, Vermont. Uh, he li- lives and works close to Lake Champlain. Spends part of his time at Buttons Camp, which is where he does most of his hired hand type work and then part of his time at the lighthouse, um, kind of as needed. Um, yeah, as I don't really know much about the area. If you want to find out more, uh, there should be a link to the, to the website that I read these journals from, uh, and on their homepage, they've got a bunch of information about Vermont, Vermont at that point in time, um, all sort of stuff, and they've got a bunch of other resources of links to uh, Vermont Historical Societies, they have, there's a, I forget what it's called, um, 19th Century Journal Project, um, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, this is essentially just people doing what I'm reading, but transcribing, like, handwritten journals into, uh, usually, like, type on a computer. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, that's enough about the show. What about you guys? Who are you guys? I want to hear from you. I really do. Uh, if you can, please rate, review, and subscribe to the show. And please share with your friends if you like the show. And other than that, just reach out to me. I've got a Facebook page. Facebook.com slash Cutwood for Business. You know, find everything you need there. Like that page. I post up when I post new episodes. I'll post up stuff when I uh, find out cool things about the area um, where Albert lives and works. Um, Like just this last week, I found out that there's a legend of a lake monster in Lake Champlain. They call him Champ or Champy. I thought that was pretty cool. 
So I shared that on the Facebook page. If I come up with anything else similar to that, I'll share that. Um, to be honest, I don't know how much I'll find because it's kind of mundane. It's kind of hilariously mundane, if you ask me, which is part of the reason why I do this. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you want to know some stuff, feel free to ask me. Uh, if you want to tell me some stuff, feel free to tell me. Um, if you're like, hey, I like your podcast, it's great. Or you're like, man, this is dumb. You're just reading this thing. and You're not even that good at reading. Like, you should spend more time editing. You know I could, but I'm doing this as a hobby. I'm not taking this super seriously. I will take it as serious as I need to to kind of make you guys happy, but for the most part, I'm doing this for me. But y'all don't care about that. All right. So some people have reached out and they've asked, why Why the hell are you even doing this? Uh, because this is so weird. Well, yeah, and most of the people who who have asked me are people who I know personally. And it's like, yeah, of course it's weird. That's... That's what I do. I just so just boring and mundane and kind of funny because of that. Um, so yeah, I like the idea of the show. I do it kind of just because I can. The other reason I do this is because I've had a bunch of ideas for podcasts. And I kind of have that state of mind where if I don't do something, then I won't do something. And I figured, this is easy to do. This is low commitment. Um, you know, I can spend maybe a couple hours a week just reading some stuff off a page and doing a little bit of editing in GarageBand. So I figured, what the hell, why not start there? Why not start there? Because if I don't start doing it, I won't start doing it. And I won't start doing it with other shows that I want to do. So I'm going to do this show first. And I'm doing it. I mean, I'm either, this is episode number seven. A couple of those were split up in half. So I think this is like episode nine, maybe ten. Um, so yeah. Another thing is, I'm pretty sure y'all have already been been keen to this is I've been having to delete old episodes as I post up new ones. Plain and simple, I'm using a free hosting service. And that has its limitations, mostly in terms of storage space. Um, so until I can afford to pay for a paid hosting service, that's just going to is how it's going to go. But if you're listening to this now, Don't be afraid to just hop right in where we're at. It's real easy to pick up on. You're not going to miss out on much. So, yeah. All right, next thing, I want to give a big shout-out to Johnny and Shane from the Disaster Artist podcast. Um, they gave me mention in the show of their Last of Us episode pretty cool stuff they had used to have a show called yesteryears news today where they 
took one week out of one year at a time and cover the news from that. So let's say, you know, first episode was first week of January uh, or the first week of 1901. The second episode would have been the second week of 1902 and so on. Uh, But anyways, as they were going through that, they ended up uh, stumbling across what I'm reading right now. And this is where I found out about this. And I figured, why not? I hit those guys up and said, what do you think? Pretty sure it was Johnny. He said, go for it. So I'm going for it. Anyways, go check out Disaster Artists. It's a great podcast. They essentially take disaster scenario movies, apocalypse scenario movies like Mad Max, Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds, and they go, all right. How do we survive this? And it's all kind of tongue-in-cheek, and it's mostly a joke. And it's just really funny banter. Enough about them. Because if you're here, you're here to hear me try to read this guy's journals. So, here we go. In this episode, Chet picks up someone named Myrtle. Albert has a dream about an island, and Albert cuts some wood. Okay, so this is going to be a bit of a short one. There are a few days missing from the journal. Maybe Albert just didn't record anything. Maybe these goddamned middle school kids transcribing this freaking journal did not put anything in on those days. Like, they just skipped it. Little Johnny's like, man, I don't want to write this stuff down. So we didn't. That could have been what happened. I mean, this month doesn't even start until the 5th. What happened to the other four days? What is going on here? Okay, here we go. March 1899 at Buttons Camp. Sunday the 5th. Raining and cold. Chet and I went fishing again. No luck. Went to the same place. Ice getting very bad. Soft and big cracks. Ate our lunch in Hiram's fish shanty. Edson Goodspeed made an offer to let me run his place for a year. Haven't written much for 10 days, but in the meantime, we have cleaned out and filled two ice houses, one on West Point and one on Laws Island. Chet and I went over to Law's Mill and got a load of sawdust. And I don't know what all. Went to Winooski yesterday and put name on voting list. I wasn't in it as I was not listed a year ago. Bert Hines was down here last evening. We played poker. Chet held the best hand of all. Monday the 6th. Dreamed last night of Block Island. Tuesday the 7th, went to Winooski to election or town meeting, came home in one of the most terrible blizzards I was ever out in. Wednesday the 8th, cleaned out hog pen to be ready for pigs. Cap and I got horse, Caesar, shod. I set shoes when we went to Heinz and got forge and old boat. 
Chet and Cash have gone to post office. Edson here this eve. Think I will have the job of painting and laughing his house. Thursday the 9th. Cap and Chet went over to Point to finish drawing sawdust, but didn't finish. Friday the 10th. Chopped wood and burnt up coats and spectacles in AM. Cut possum's foot off and wire fence and had the devil to pay all around in PM. Saturday, Chet went to Milton after Myrtle, fitted cross piece into Chet's skiff. Sunday the 12th, Chet and Myrtle came home. I went up to Hines. Monday the 13th, carried hen stuff into granary, cleaned up the yard, finished cutting the last old stump pulled out last year. Chet and I picked over, picked over apples and onions. Put sawdust into hen coop. Cap went to interval after hay. Burnt Hines came home with it and took power saw. <sighs> try that again. Sorry, y'all. I don't think they had power saws back then. Maybe they did. Probably run on like a motorized motorized engine like a like gas or diesel let's try this again burnt hines came home with it and took power back to saw wood chet and i did up chores and cap not here yet tonight 820 goodspeed brought hay to pay for what his horse eat that's what's written here i'm gonna say that's what he wrote to pay for what his horse eat. All right, and this skips from Monday the 13th straight up to Tuesday the 21st. Pleasant and comfortable, but not thawing much. About three inches of snow on ground. Commenced drawing wood for Uncle Willard yesterday, and on our way down to the lot, saw what we at first supposed to be a flock of ducks out in Porter's mowing. But when we came back, they flew up, and then... We saw they were seven wild geese. We might have captured one or two if we had a gun, but we didn't. Today, I went up and took dinner with Uncle Willard and Elmo. And Uncle Willard put a new handle in my little new axe. So if he's got a new axe, why does he need a new handle for it? Was it too short? Did he buy an axe with the crappy handle, but maybe the head was still good? Oh, doesn't matter. Hines and Bert today sold piles for new railroad to not be less than nine inches under the bark at the butt, nor less than six in at tip, and to be 20 or more feet long and to receive two and a half C per running foot on the top when cut. They are to commence cutting them tomorrow, but I think now it looks like snow tomorrow. Cap drew three loads of wood yesterday, and four today. Last entry, Friday the 24th. Pleasant all day. Cap and Chet drew a load of hay this a.m. for Porter, and I sawed wood, and I did chores. This p.m., I went with Eden and helped him get a couple of logs out of the snow, and afterward called at Uncle Willard's and Hines 
Expect Coon is coming down to live on Mr. Bill's place. All right. Well, goddamn, that's the episode. That was a short one. Hold up. So I just checked, and the next month is going to be longer, so don't worry. You'll get a full-length episode next time. But for now, thank you for listening. Like I said, Facebook. Facebook.com slash Cutwood for Business. We've got our page there. I post stuff up sometimes. You can ask me questions anytime, and I'll answer them. Hey, and if you want me to give you a shout-out on, on the show, feel free just to like send me a message and say, what's up, say my name, and I'll get on this podcast, and I'll go, hey, big thanks to Joe DiMaggio for listening to this podcast. I know Joe DiMaggio don't listen to this. He probably doesn't even know what a podcast is. He might even be dead. I don't know anything about the guy, except he played baseball. That might even be wrong. So anyways, if you want a shout-out, hit me up. I'll give you a shout-out. Speaking of shout-outs, I want to give a big shout-out, again, to the guys from Widowmaker for letting me use... A couple of their beats in here. I put one at the beginning, I put one at the end. Next time I bring this up, I'm just gonna say intro and outro music provided, you know, from Widowmaker. Actually, they probably don't care. Guys from Widowmaker, if you listen to this, Hefe, Grant, do you even care if I like tell you where? your super old tracks that I'm using came from. I mean, hell, if you do, and you want all nine people who listen to this thing to know, then I'll keep saying it. If you don't care, maybe I won't. Please, like I said at the top, rate and review on whatever platform you listen to, whether it be iTunes, Stitcher, Podcast Addict, or whatever. Sorry, not iTunes. Apple Podcasts. Yeah, they changed the name of it. Doesn't matter much to me. It doesn't change how it operates. But, please, like, rate, review, subscribe on whatever, whatever platform you happen to be listening on. Helps us get found out by more people. And hey, if you got your own podcast and you want to tell people about us, you know, you scratch our back, we'll scratch yours, we'll tell you about their podcast. Tell our listeners about your podcast. That's what I mean. Um, 
all all nine of us. Anyways, thank you for listening. And until next week. That's me eating a potato chip. Yeah.